Morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Ultraniverse Everyday Heroes, and today we have a day of food and books once again. Let's start off with a quick history of comic book conventions. Go. Hello everybody, my name is Rob, this is Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes, the series that covers the more informational, educational, but still fun topics. Today we're going to go into the history of Comic-Con, which is why it's not under the Ultra Universe Live, but, you know, it's still nerdy. Now, this is going to be very quick. We got our info from thewaywordnewer.com, who broke down a brief history of it. Comic-Con's work, came, the word Comic-Con came originally from the shortening of comic books and convention to make one short term. Since then, you can just call them cons, sometimes sci-fi cons, sometimes um, fandom cons, but either way, they ended up being, the, main, the definition is a pop culture convention of some sort. Of course, we all know the biggest one <laughs> in my state, San Diego Comic-Con, now officially named Comic-Con International San Diego. It is the biggest one of them all. Did you know, though, the first one was called Worldcon and started all the way back in 1939. Um, <clears throat> there is different um, histories of it, but they were a place for fans of literary science fiction to gather and discuss debate elements of the genre. So sci-fi was the theme time. Um, mostly they were there to celebrate the worlds that were built from these authors' imaginations and the writers and everything there. Um, these conventions were also the origins of where cosplay came. Now they compare it to what a masquerade ball used to be, but cosplay really at this point is the imitation of characters from your fandom. <laughs> Excuse me. I was gonna sneeze again. Um, whether you are, let's say, a Heinlein fan, Arthur C. Clarke, or even Asimov, that was where you wanted to be. Today, you have people like Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones, which, by the way, has its own conventions now. I believe they're called Dragon Cons. Um, but back in the day, it was really sci-fi all the way. A, a quick note that they wrote here was Ray Bradbury, the author of many a science fiction book, attended the first ever World Con in 1939, and many after that. In 1970, he attended the first San Diego Comic Con um, and uh, attended every time since until his passing in 2012. So that's kind of neat. He was a hardcore giver of those who enjoyed science fiction, fantasy, and all that. Um, as things went on, you ended up adding in more uh, merchandise and publicity. So for instance, you can get cards, you can get comic books or graphic novels, you can get costumes, you can get props, you can get artwork, you name it, if it's connected to it, you probably picked it up there. You then got things like the halls and certain halls had different things. For instance, we have the autograph area. If you were lucky enough <laughs> and wanted to pay at a high price, you can meet actors from your favorite genres. For instance, Star Trek, big one by itself. Star Wars also has its own, 
And then of course, the biggest one is probably D23, which is all things Disney all the time. Now it's funny because all those things are put together minus the Star Trek and you add in Marvel instead. Um, a quick little note here for an example, a, um, a pop culture history occurred in 1976 when Lucas himself promoted his unreleased Star Wars movie by giving away posters, now sought after collectibles. Now most of these posters are probably not worth much at this point, but if you were lucky enough to get one of the originals, you, my friend, have a true collectible. Um, today, it just really, it, it's amazing how many different things do. Now, my, my wife took me to, I think it was Con, the guy who created everything from Buffy to the first Avengers movie. Um, and that was done in a small hotel. I think it was a Marriott, you know, in the middle of Woodland Hills. Uh, but as I mentioned before, though, stuff like Game of Thrones, there are specific uh, uh, conventions just for that. So if all you want to see is that, you've got that there. Now, they broke down some of the main categories. Obviously, the first one we know, the science fiction ones. Those are the ones where you get dressed up, you get all the stuff, and that's the OG style. Next up, however, you have just strictly comic books. This is one where you're not necessarily dressing up. You're really there to trade, buy, sell, do whatever comic book graphic novel wise. Now, this is kind of one where <laughs> you're going to find the things there that you can't get online because a lot of them are single prints, are one of a kind. Sometimes they'll even draw something there for you for a certain fee. Next up, we have the pop culture. These are the most common and probably the biggest, having between 20,000 and 140,000 plus people at any given time. This is what you would refer to San Diego Comic-Con as, as it has probably the most people there. We have corporate one, uh, specifically uh, focused on celebrities, autographs, and all of that good stuff. The biggest example is New York Comic-Con. That's where you would go to get specific one-on-one -on -one with your favorite people. Some subcategories that they wrote down, we have officially licensed. Now that kind of is uh, going back to what I was talking about before, D23, Star Wars Celebration, Star Trek Las Vegas, and more. Those might be smaller, but they are specifically to that, and you might be lucky to meet the people too. Fandom specific, gone over that multiple times already. You pick your fandom, you can find one that you like. We have campus style, which are another word for the pop culture, the big ones, basically because you're running it in several locations. This is also another example of San Diego as well. We have unique that is specific to one uh, type. For instance, there's one called Hawaii Con, specifically to all things Hawaii and indigenous peoples there. That's kind of neat, huh? We have the academic components that basically discuss things like for instance, Hawaii Con, Denver Pop Culture, and WonderCon, ones that are more, that are smaller, but also, <laughs> excuse me, have more resources for a group of people. These are the places you go, they have more disability friendly, they have more freebies, you might even see some food trucks, and it's more of a get together, less of a hardcore big convention. So that's really the biggest stuff there. And really, what you're going to learn is no matter who you are, what you like, you're going to find something that you're going to enjoy seeing. So really quick, we have my wife. That's cool. Wouldn't expect Red Bradbury. 
neither did would I. Of all the people I would have expected to be there, he did not seem like the person. But apparently, up until his death in 2012, he was a regular uh, person to see. Um, it would be would have been cool to see, you know, maybe get his book signed. I think we have a few here. Um, but yeah, it is kind of neat to see who's going to show up. Now, keep in mind, you've got to pay the price to get the stuff. So if you want the stuff, you're going to be paying a lot of money. I don't even know what they are now. Probably a couple hundred. Could be up to a thousand, depending on what deal you're, you're buying. It's like going to Disneyland all over again, right? Um, but really, what I would say is that um, do your research. Check them out. If you're like me and you're not big on crowds, look for something that might be smaller. It might be in your hometown. Um, I'm still very, you know, uh, sketchy of going out because a lot of stuff is rehappening. We're also getting into the, well, supposedly colder months. It's going to be like 100 something degrees for the next three months here. But for those who actually have a winter, you're getting into the colder months. you got to be extra careful again. Pandemic still is going on. But you can also do the online thing. This past um, Comic-Con with Marvel and Disney, they actually allowed you to come online through their website and watch it from home. Yeah, you didn't get to meet the people, you didn't get to do whatever, but you still got to be there to see the pre the reveals, the previews, the, all that good stuff. So guys, let me know what you think. Are you a fan of Comic-Cons? Are you like me and you can just you know sit back and let the stuff come to you? We have a, a wonderful video later talking about how fast food could be nutrition, could be healthy according to nutritionists. Until then, guys, keep the conversation going. We're on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Hit that subscribe. Hit that bell. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Hit that bell. And as always, guys.